Hey guys, thanks for coming back here to follow the puck and the podcast we've been doing here the past few months. And if you know of anybody else, we should uh, try to get onto this thing. Send us a DM on Twitter or Instagram and we'll do our best to track them down and see if they want to join us. And in today's episode, we are heading northwest again up to Red Lake Falls, Minnesota. And we caught up with uh, the Red Lake Falls high school coach, Trevor Page. And he talks about his team, the challenges on putting a team together in such a small community. So it's fun to hear his take on everything and how he manages to field that competitive team. I think they're going to be a good little squad again this year. So give it a listen, leave us a review, whether you like it or not. Either way, we're fine. That helps us out. So uh, we have more in the in the queue ready to go. So we'll be releasing them. Stay tuned. Help. Trevor. Yep. It's uh, Follow the Puck. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Good time? Bad time? What's your schedule like? Yep. Right now is good. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking some time. We're just reaching out to area coaches and checking in and seeing how the upcoming season is looking for them as far as returning players and you know, all that good stuff. So Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Um, looking at your roster, you guys are losing a few seniors, but you've got some pretty pretty good talent coming back, it looks like, hey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of our, uh, I think our top five, six scorers are returning. And unfortunately if you're, for you, you're in a pretty tough section playoff-wise, but it looks like you guys had a really good season last year, hey? Oh, yeah, that was probably one of the better ones we've had. Well, long time yeah so i know it seems probably seems like years ago already what uh was there anything that stood out from last year that you know you really want to build on or what was the oh i well with the kids we got returning um a lot of the teams we faced had a hard time with our top line and uh all three of them are returning again here with the two kenneth boys and the girdlers so Okay, that's uh, yeah, that top line you had did they put up some points, and that's high school. If you do have one dominant line, you can make a lot of noise. So, oh yeah, yeah. So what's the what's the status of the? Do you guys have a JV program up there? No, nope. All no, no JV. Okay. No, all we had was our fifteen, sixteen guys on the roster there. That's all we have, ten through twelve. Uh-huh. My goodness. So those those boys have to be in shape. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for them. Do they do you do you guys run off season stuff or is everybody kinda on their own or how, how do you structure that? Well, for the most part, we're kinda on our own, well, especially this summer the way it's going. Yeah. Um, there's been some dry land stuff that we've done in the past. Not this summer of course, like I said there, but uh there was some uh, plyos and some gym dry land and then some weights that uh, are, uh, well, it's actually the Kenneth's boy's mom. She's kind of the health teacher and fiat teacher in town here. She kind of ran that, but now it's kind of on their own, like I said. But for ice time, it's usually, you know, uh, we've had a handful that skate on weekends and do different things like that. So, okay. and then we do a... We had a week. We usually have a a week long 
camp. We get ice in town here. Blue Line pays for it, and but that got canceled here this this summer here too. So, have you heard anything on on the status of you know even fall and winter sports? Have they made any definite decisions yet or not? I haven't heard nothing yet. Uh, I also coach football too, but uh, I think everybody's kind of waiting on walls and what is it supposed to be Monday or Wednesday or something next week, I guess. Okay. So as a football coach, are you, I mean, are you kind of in limbo? Or are you preparing as, as per normal just, and then we'll jump if different or how are you approaching that? Yeah, we're, you know, we're, as of right now, we're just, Plan it by like we're having a season and if we hear different and we'll have to change stuff up. So, so how many of your how many of your boys play hockey and football? Most of them, or what's the layout there? Uh, see. uh hockey and football, we're probably fifty percent probably play both. But uh, yeah, I mean, all our boys in a small town, you know, you got to got to be have got to have multi-sport athletes and a lot of guys do play multiple sports so. yeah it's when it's slim pickings you you do you gotta get gotta take take from every direction and hope to get enough to put a te- good team together so yeah, yeah say we probably only have maybe half our schedule confirmed um uh okay a couple little changes, but for the most part, it stays the same. You know, of course, I don't. Sure. I don't think we won't play St. Paul Johnson this year. But now we're playing Crookston twice, which is a section opponent, which is kind of nice. Getting them back on the schedule twice. Yeah, that that'll help out. Uh, so, how did the St. Paul Johnson game come about? Just happenstance or luck of the draw or what? Uh, we played them in the past before when they've come up here. They've always looked for a game, and oh. so they just they just contacted us. And I think uh, did they play Crookston that weekend too, or they came up north here probably three times last year. So okay, but, yeah, we've played them in the past before. There you go. So, do you guys have a youth program too, or is it what's that like up there? Yeah, yeah, we have our own youth program, Red Lake Falls. So uh, numbers seem to be growing a little bit. Um, we're actually going to have two peewee teams, two squirt teams, where we haven't had that in quite a while. Um, in the past, we've just had one. But now we've got enough numbers where we can have two teams in both squirts and peewees. Still going to have one Bantam team, but uh, the youth numbers are looking pretty good. Yeah, as a small community, if you can put together two – two teams per program that's that's really good yeah yeah for sure so are you involved in the youth or do you have do you kind of let the youth guys run it or what's your approach to that well in a small town like this you know we got it's a lot of a lot of parents are involved pretty big you know ex former red lake falls guys like myself and, and they, they've done a great job with that you know so you know i go to the meetings and different things like that but uh help out with camps or we get some high school kids to help out with the real little guys but uh besides that it's kind of on their own well that's good you get the high school guys involved those little kids think the world of those varsity players whether whether those varsity guys know it or not they are uh 
they're watched more than they think. Oh yeah, especially with this this crew that we got with us right now. It's yeah, those younger ones are definitely watching, looking up to these guys. Exactly. And back to your coaches, I'm sure it's like most small communities. Most of the guys that are coaching hockey are also the ones who help you out with football or baseball or whatever needs to be done, eh? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. I've kind of, well, what, this will be my 10th year coming up, and, you know, I think I've had four different guys helping me out. And, uh, well, actually, I don't know if you, the assistant or the guy that's helping me now, he was actually my high school coach. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's well, it's you know, it's the Kennett boys' dad. So, okay. So he played at BSU, and then he came in early '90s and was high school coach till I came here twelve years ago. Coached under him for one year, and then he kind of coached those boys coming up, and I stayed with the high school. So, kind of full circle, kind of here. Yeah, his history repeats itself there. That's fun to see. Yeah. So those Kennet boys, they've got some talent in their blood then is what you're saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh their dad OJ he played hockey at BSU. Mom played basketball at BSU. So they got they got some good genes there. That's fantastic. So what do you anticipate now for was your goalie a senior? Yeah, well, we had a senior and a junior. We kind of split time. Split but, them. Uh, yeah, once playoffs came, our younger guy started, so uh, we got him back. Uh, okay, I, I was, for some reason I was thinking the, it was the senior in net, but so he's got that ex- game experience, and maybe you can build off a of last season's success and try carry it through again, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully we can just build off. We got a lot of good good returners coming back. So we can just build off last year and uh improve the record, improve uh, the way we play and maybe make it a little further in playoffs. Yeah, that's that's what everybody's shooting for. That's playoffs is where it's at. That's, do you guys do a holiday tournament up there? Uh yeah, well, we go to one. We've uh must have been the last five-ish years i suppose we go over to north shore silver okay. bay two harbors so uh that's always a good one for us i think we got third in there last year play some different teams it's a it's a good tournament for us yeah it's you get good competition in there that that helps for the long term yeah for sure yeah so you you had said you played at at or you're coaching at your alma mater what uh I ask, tend to ask these coaches that do that. What when you came back to the program? What was it like going from player to coach? Was there a big learning curve, big difference, anything that jumped out at you, or was it just kind of hockey is hockey and you continue on? Well, that's not so much the learning curve. I guess I don't uh, coaching wise. I kind of did it throughout college. You know, just the youth stuff. You know, um, it was a little different pretty much knowing every kid, you know, or at least you knew their brother or you knew their mom and dad, whatever it might have been. But uh, I guess the biggest difference for me was the numbers were low, really low when I came back. You know, there's a couple of years there where we only had 11, 12, you know, and even 15, 16. That's it's, it's not a lot. Uh, you know, back when I played, we had a full JV and varsity team. 
You know, we probably had a solid 30 guys every year, 10 through 12. So uh, just working those numbers and, you know, just the playing time and different things like that was uh, probably the toughest, I guess. You know, trying to get a JV or if you, you know, we haven't had a JV team in probably five, six years. Uh, when we did have a JV team for those couple of years, we didn't have a Bantam team program and we moved those guys up. So then that was too big of a jump. We figured and we thought they did better with Bantams. But, uh, you know, overall, just, you know, and the first year I think I got back, when I came back here, my brother was actually a senior. So that might have been the toughest thing, you know, with his, his buddies. You know, I would bet, yeah. Buddy, but, uh, no, it actually went pretty good. And that was a good group. All the kids that we've coached, we're pretty lucky with the, with those guys, those kids. Um, really respectable, and they work their butts off. So, so what do you think the, as, as a coach's perspective, what do you think led to the drop in participation? Is it I know hockey's expensive? Is it cost, or is it just lack of interest, or what? Did you see any rhyme or reason for it? Well, I wouldn't. You know, cost, I wouldn't say, was a huge factor, especially here. Um, our Blue Line Club does a great job. Um, we do a bunch of fundraisers. Even at the high school level, we'll do all the fundraisers. We get it. If a kid wants to play hockey, we'll get him to play hockey. You know, I think uh, playing youth in our in our Blue Line Club, it's less than 100 bucks a year. Seriously? So it's, oh, yeah. Yeah. We make it as yeah. cheap as possible. That's fantastic. So yeah. So I don't think enough or money wise, money factor wasn't a thing. Um, it was just a drop in numbers and grades. I think you know right now, like this year we only graduated twenty four seniors. Okay. Total. You know, so wow. and, my, and when I graduated, I I graduated with fifty. Sure. Just, just the just the overall numbers in the community have kind of dropped. You know, and we're we're sitting right around thirty thirty five kids a grade is where we're sitting now. Okay. Well, yeah, that would, uh, that theory would lend into that. So, hmm. well, so, so from what you have to pick from, you know, to put, to put put on, you know, those 16, 17 kids on the ice, that's actually, if you look at the percent of total kids versus kids playing, you're drawing a pretty big percentage then. Oh yeah. You know, and uh, I can't, there's a couple grades in the elementary school where we're talking. There's only one, two, maybe three that go are playing basketball, you know, and we got ten or twelve playing hockey down in yeah. here. You know, you know, of course, throughout coming up, like any other sport, any other area, you're gonna lose some of them, you know. But you know, we got a majority of them going towards the hockey route as of right now. Yeah, if it's a hundred dollars a season, that's that's fantastic. I'm, I. Some of the costs I've heard are just asinine, and I'm like, wow, that's yeah, it, it's and we got equipment, you know. We if you need equipment, we'll get you everything set up. We got storage rooms in the arena that packed with skates and knee pads, shoulder pads, brazers, helmets, everything. So no excuses then. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Trevor, I'll let you get on to your day. I appreciate you taking a few minutes and like i said we're just reaching out to coaches around the state and and seeing how things are going and what the status of the upcoming season is going to be and i know looking at the stats like we talked about you guys had a great year last year and we 
watching from afar, we anticipate another fun season for you guys. So yeah, I definitely hope so. You know, I know the kids are excited. So yeah, and winning will winning will continue to build that program you've got going, and hopefully the numbers stay up. And awesome, appreciate it, man. All righty, sir. Well, have a great rest of the day. You too. And thanks, Trevor, for the uh, time you gave us and appreciate your insight and best of luck here this upcoming season. Thankful that we get to have one. And, again, if you know of anybody else that we should be reaching out to, send us a DM on Twitter or Instagram, and we'll do our best to track them down and get them on the show. And we do have a lot more podcasts here lined up, ready to go, so we'll continue releasing them here up until the season starts. And stay tuned for more.